during our childhood almost all our summer vacations were spent in the village my village is in a typical uh tier 2 tier 3 kind of cities known uh, as uh, madhubani famous for madhubani paintings or mithila paintings at the border of india and nepal and that's where i used to go to spend most of my summer vacations and during summer vacations one of the tasks that i would get one of the responsibilities that i would have to take the the cattle that we had uh, the cows and the buffaloes out in the field for grazing and you know those were such beautiful days uh, such fond memories that i have of my childhood lush green fields uh, with crops all around everywhere and during the summer we would have uh the mangoes trees different varieties of mango trees and some of the best and the tastiest mangoes that i have ever had uh sadly i do not get those kind of mangoes here and i would enjoy taking the cows and the buffaloes out in the field and playing with the other village kids uh you know trying to pluck the mangoes off the tree or just have pure fun and when it would be time to go back home and we would try to uh, maneuver the cows and the buffaloes and we would try to you know with sometimes with a cane or a stick and we would try to uh, move make them move uh, that okay it's time let's go back to uh, let's go back home they would not budge they would not move they would continue grazing those green delicious grasses they would simply not lift their head i mean imagine a, a 10 year 12 year 13 year old kid trying to hit with the cane or the stick uh, on the hind legs of the cows and the buffalo and they would just not move and it would be so difficult i did not have the kind of force or the strength to pull them against their will power or against their wish if they did not want to move they would not move and it was such a difficult task however as i spent more and more days on this these uh, activities i realized that there was a way to make them move and the way was pretty simple the way was that these cows and the buffaloes they would have their young ones the calves and it was very easy for me to make the calves move you know i would hold them sometimes by their ears sometimes by the by the rope around their collar uh, and 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 i would uh, pull them and the calf would move and the no sooner than the calf had moved some 15 20 feet away the mother cow or the mother buffalo would move automatically and and that was such a pleasant discovery for me that this way it was much much easier to make those heavy big cows and the buffaloes move all i had to do is just to ensure that i was able to take the cows uh, to take the calves away to to move the calves away and their mothers the big ones they would follow like this in your life many a times you would have situations in which you would have to make the proverbial cows and the proverbial buffaloes move and they would not move until unless you find the liver where is the calf that they are so dear to where is the calf that is so important to them and you 
press that lever if you make that calf move the big ones the cows will move the buffaloes will move too so friends here i am with another episode my 11th episode where i am talking about convincing persuasion and convincing is an art convincing is an art that makes us great that makes us that enables us to make things happen we all have potential to be great and greatness consists in transferring the unique value that we have to the world and in order to transfer that value we have to be in a state where we are effective and efficient and on this podcast it is my endeavor to bring to you the nuggets of wisdom from my past experiences basis my knowledge that should give you an edge to become a better person and a better professional i therefore invite you to join me on this journey of resilience go getter approach creativity and never say die attitude join me on go beyond with aj this episode number 11 titled convincing is an art and weave your own success story aristotle even long long back thousands of years back talked about convincing people by three ways ethos pathos and logos ethos is what our professors do they share their knowledge their wisdom and thereby they convince so there are people who would be influenced by your knowledge and your wisdom and that would convince them then the second wave uh, the second way is pathos pathos is what our politicians do they appeal to our emotions our feelings and that's how they convince us so pathos is another way and the third way is logos what our scientists do they present the data the facts the logic and they convince us by logos so long long back thousands of years back aristotle talked about three ways of convincing ethos pathos and logos the question is why should we convince people who is convincing who is more convincing how can you become convincing what are these convincing skills why is it that some people are convinced by stats logos and some people are convinced by emotions pathos how to recognize who is going to be convinced by what method and what is actually convincing convincing is an art by which you align people other than you to your ways of thinking to your priorities to your thought process and thereby ensure that you are able to channelize the energy you are able to combine the energy in order to achieve an objective and in today's social world where we work together where we are interdependent where we are dependent on each other to achieve an objective it is very very important that all of us we know the art to influence the art to persuade the art to convince how do we then convince people and this is such an interesting topic i can go on talking so long and probably i'll try and see if i can do a couple of more episodes on this but to start with how do we convince people 
there is this very famous book that was written hundreds of years back uh, and a very famous writer mark twain he has written a couple of books and in one of his books in fact he has he has talked about one very famous character called tom sawyer and there is this tom sawyer method of convincing people so there is this very interesting story again perhaps maybe in the next uh, episode i will talk about this tom sawyer story in detail but there is this extremely popular and effective method called tom sawyer method of convincing we all have to understand that we can't pressurize people we can't force people to make them do certain things forcing pressurizing does not lead to anything good instead we should do what tom sawyer did tom sawyer was punished or penalized by his aunt polly to paint 30 foot 30 uh, foot long yard uh, that that fence which was 9 feet tall and this poor guy he did not know how to paint this was a huge task for him he tried convincing the household help to help he did not budge he did not agree he tried convincing uh, others they did not agree and then there he chanced upon this interesting creative idea he chanced upon this idea where he presented this particular activity as not only necessary interesting but very special and exclusive this there is this very famous incidents of ben coming along and tom being completely busy trying to paint the fence not paying any attention at all so much so that ben is intrigued what is so important that tom does not want to play with me why is he so busy painting this fence and ben tries and makes fun of tom and says you know what you are just doing a work this must be work and tom says maybe maybe it is work maybe it is not a work but tom is enjoying this this is this is fun and ben is again you know puzzled why is it fun and then tom says this is something that maybe one in a thousand boys get to do or perhaps one in 2000 not every boy gets the opportunity to do something so interesting and i absolutely love whatever i am doing and then ben wants a piece of that excitement too and ben says can i do it can i paint just a little tom in his heart of heart wants him to paint but he said no no you can't paint it you can't touch this aunt polly won't like it i can't let you do this and then ben continues to insist and tom says you know what perhaps had it been the backyard maybe i could have allowed you to do it but it is the front yard it is very exclusive aunt polly is very particular about it i can't let you touch it and then ben tries to bribe tom you know what i'll give you an apple you can take a bite of my apple tom does not agree ben says i can give you the complete apple and tom agrees as if he were doing a favor to ben and then he takes apple from ben and allows ben to paint the fence and then there are some follow up uh, uh, parts of the stories where other guys come other boys come they all want to be a part of this exciting activity and tom takes a fee from each one of them 
to make them work on something which he was supposed to do in the first place which was supposed to be difficult tedious by his creativity not only he finds a way to get the work done by others but also charges a fee for them to go do the work for him and this is an interesting story a great example of how a certain work can be proposed presented in a way that it comes across as exclusive interesting something where there is a pride value there is a fun value and people want to do it so there is this tom sawyer method people will do things for you if they find it interesting if they find it fun if they find it exclusive if there is a pride value to it can you make that happen whatever it is that you want to persuade people to or convince people to it and and these people they can be your children they can be your family members they can be your colleagues they can be your team they can be people in general they can be people in your society in your city in your village you want them to do certain things you want to convince them to do certain things can you present that that opportunity that activity as prestigious as interesting as profitable easy exclusive and then you would not have to force anyone you would not have to threat anybody they will do it on their own as long as they have this perception another rule of convincing people is how do you speak why is it that most of the great things that you see in the world the great revolutions have happened after somebody has spoken beautifully whether that is martin luther king i have a dream speech or mahatma gandhi do or die speech for that matter even the great dictators of the world they have been very famous orators they have been able to captivate and engage people's imagination their thought process and so the second rule of convincing people is to learn to speak beautifully when you speak beautifully you are able to convince others and look at the politicians most of the famous politicians that you see the statesmen that you see they talk beautifully a politician who does not stammer or mix up words who gives examples uses turns pauses epithets stories anecdotes he inspires much more trust than a person who reads from a paper and has problems putting two words together i don't have to give you example irrespective of wherever you stay wherever you live whether you live in india uh, us uk australia any place in the world all you need to do is that just pause for a moment maybe close your eyes and imagine and think remember who are the people in your country in your part of the world who speak beautifully and you would realize whosoever this person is 
If he or she speaks beautifully, he it is easier for him or her to convince people. And this is one art that even Warren Buffet has talked about multiple times that public speaking is going to be a critical skill for the future. We all must learn how to speak in public, how to speak convincingly, how to speak beautifully. We should have the right words at the right time with the right intonation. It should not be a kind of monotone. It should not be something which is like boring at the same frequency. How excited you are, how emotional you are, how passionate you are with whatever it is that you are talking about it. Passion is infectious. Whatever your whatever you are passionate about, whatever you are enthusiastic about, it will automatically and eventually move on to other people. It will infect others. It will captivate others. Your passion, your enthusiasm is very, very infectious. And that is conveyed by the way you speak, by your intonation. So people come to know what is the subject and the topic that you are very, very passionate about with the way you speak. And that becomes convincing. It would be very difficult for you to convince somebody else of something that you yourself are not convinced about. If you are talking about something in a very, very disinterested way, lackluster way, people are not going to buy it. But if you are focused, if you are sounding excited, if you are sounding enthusiastic and passionate, people are going to buy it. They are going to be convinced too. And please remember, this passion, enthusiasm, this art of public speaking, this narration, it has to come naturally. It has to come discreetly. If it is natural, it will keep the attention. It will help people persuade. But if it is fake, it will dispel people. They would be able to figure out you are putting up a front. You are being fake and then they will not be convinced about it. There are other ways to convince as well. You know, some of perhaps not my favorite ways, but nonetheless, I would like to share with you. You'll see many people uh, in, in your home, in your family, at your work, they try to convince other by appealing to authority. They will drop names. They will say, you know what? Father has asked us to do it or grandfather has asked us to do it or the director has asked us to do it or the chairman on this the managing director, you know, it is, it is a directive, a mandate coming from them. They drop names, they cite authority in order to convince and things get done that too. Well, not one of my favorite ways because you all are either established or budding leaders. You all should be able to get things done because of your influencing skills, because of your networking skills, because of the reason that you bring, because of the passion that you bring, not by name dropping. So not my recommended method, but still people do convince by appealing to authority. Another way to convince is that, can you project the finale? Have you, do you have a well-formulated ending? And that is a prerequisite. Right at the beginning, you should understand where you are going. What is the ending? Can you express that ending, the main point? And can that be convincing? Is that attractive enough? 
there are other ways of convincing too when you present set of options and those two set of options or multiple set of options all of them are favorable to you and and that is the that is the way you present so imagine i mean imagine that you are asking somebody to go on a date with you and you are asking where would you like to go would you like to go for a movie or would you like to go for a dinner or shall we just go for a, a walk in the park you have presented three options and all three of them are favorable to you that's another way of persuading people and convincing people another thing that you should remember is that right from the beginning you have to approach your audience the people you are trying to persuade and convince in a, in a positive way you have to acknowledge what they are thinking saying with affirmative answers in fact you have to listen very very effectively whatever i have talked about till now will just end up as blah 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 if we do not know what is that other person wants what is his or her priorities what are his or her challenges am i listening effectively carefully if i listen effectively and carefully i would come to know what are the pain points that he or she has what are the trigger points that he or she has what is important to him or her and that requires being a very patient listener that requires being persistent that requires acknowledging the thoughts and the feelings of the other person and when the other person feels acknowledged and heard and understood it is very easy for you then to persuade that person one of the final bonus points that i think i can share with you is that in order to persuade it is very important that you persuade persuade happens later on persuade will happen first imagine a scenario where you are going for a job interview you are sitting at the table for the interview and then you are going to present your case to a person or maybe a set of people a panel they are going to evaluate you and you are going to be compared against other individuals who have applied for the same post imagine a scenario in which you sit down and you are ready to present your case your credentials and before anybody else asks you any question before any one of the interview panel asks you a question you say you know sirs madams i'm very happy to be here and i want to answer all your questions that you have for me but before we begin would you mind if i ask you a question why did you ask me here today why did you call me what was it about my resume my profile that caused you to invite me for this interview imagine what will happen what are they going to do they will go on record to tell you what were the differentiators in your profile in your resume to to call you in for an interview they will describe your strengths take that a moment in your interviewers are talking about your strengths your differentiators and after that you can build it very very easily and whatever you will say 
after that will they will be more aligned to your thought process because right in the beginning they have talked about your differentiators your strengths this is just one example there could be many such examples like this where you can persuade to persuade you can find the common starting grounds where people are already aligned and build on that common ground like this my friends there could be end number of ways to convince people however please remember there is a there are two couplets that come to my mind which are read in hindi and it says ek shabd sukhras hai ek shabd dukhras ek shabd tay mala pade ek shabd galfas one word can bring you pleasure one word can bring you sorrow or pain one word will get you the bouquet and one word will get you the news around the neck it all depends on what is the word that you are speaking what kind of words you are choosing to express your ideas emotions feelings and that very famous couplet from a hindi poet kavir vani aisi boliye man ka aapa khoye auran ko sheetal kare aapahu sheetal hoye your words should be such your voice should be such that people lose themselves you know they they almost get into a peace a joy a trance like state they feel that thing in their heart they feel so much joy and peace at their heart so not only you get the joy but even others get the joy by the way you speak so when you are convincing people it is not about forcing it is not about pressurizing it is about understanding it is about finding that common ground and building on that ground and then it is about coming up with what are the different op- propositions that you have what are the different options that you have and where you can align so with this i will wrap up our discussion in number of other ways that we can talk about convincing and influencing people and i would love to talk about that in next episodes but thank you very much for listening today and if you found this podcast useful i request you to please subscribe and follow rate and review if you can wherever you are listening also please share this podcast with your friends and family who might benefit from this you can also join the page go beyond with aj on facebook and instagram for any additional query comment feedback that you can have happy listening happy growing and happy convincing